Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets heart and soul. We chat all things soulful or spirit-led mindfulness, mindset, and manifestations. Today's show, I am interviewing Heather London from Canada. She's a life coach and mindset mentor. In today's episode, we are chatting about the interplay between your thoughts, your beliefs, and your body. Yes, that's true. Your body is your subconscious mind, and you can learn a lot from listening to it. We also just dive into the relationship between how we're thinking and the results that are showing up in our lives. This is a really great episode. If you've ever been curious about maybe what that left me means when it's hurting and how to read a feeling of emptiness or loneliness that is resonating maybe in your chest or in your stomach, tune in for this really great episode. Welcome to the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets your heart and soul. I'm your host, Brooke Sidney. I'm an abundance accelerator, mind soulful mentor, and an inner voice and soul story coach. This show dives deep into soulful mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. It will help you manifest more inner and outer abundance in the form of greater self-love, hearing your inner voice, as well as more presence, freedom, ease, and greater self-confidence in you being you. So if you're looking to learn more about the high vibe tools of mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation to love the life you are presently living, you are tuned into the right show. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets heart and soul. We chat all things soulful, mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. Today, I am so excited because I have Heather London here. She helps people get out of their own way by identifying and crushing old limiting beliefs that are keeping them stuck. She's a life coach, mindset mentor, energy healer, empath, holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and an unshakable optimist. I love that. Dedicated to helping people break through their blocks so they can ignite their purpose and their passion, or rather, she has it the other way around, their passion and their purpose. Thanks so much, Heather, for coming and being on the show. I'd love for you to tell them more about yourself. Well, thanks for having me, Brooke. I'm super excited to be here today because I love talking about mindset, right? And I love combining that with anything that you want to create. And so when I work with people, they always come to me stuck somewhere in their life. And it doesn't even matter what area of their life that they're stuck in. It always comes back to mindset. Always, always, always. And as you know, how we do one thing is how we do all things. That's so So true. Yeah, if you're stuck in one area that seems to be bigger than the other areas, for example, money, mm-hmm. then if I can help you see the way your mindset is around the, your money, then you can transfer that to every other area of your life. And it's so basically, it doesn't matter what they're stuck on, what their problem is, because the, mind, the mindset challenges 
are affecting them in all the areas. Yes, absolutely. Because if, if somebody has a lack and scarcity mindset around money, then you're going to see that transfer through everything that they do in their life. So for the people that are new to, I think, mindset and what it means, how would you define mindset so that everyone kind of understands what this is? Well, that's a great question. And I like to show people how the mind works and how powerful it is and that everything we create in our lives comes from our thoughts. And that's our mindset. So if you have a situation, it can be your situation is neutral. It's just something that's occurring. So for example, say you can't pay your bills. So your situation is just your bills. So it's very neutral. Now, what is your thought about your bills? That's your mindset. And that thought that you have is going to create a feeling. And right. the feeling that's created from your thought equals the actions you're going to take. And that's how you get the result. So if, we, if you were thinking about your bills and you're like, I got these, I have so much money, I'm not even concerned about them. You're going to have a really positive thought and you're going to have a good feeling. It it makes you feel good to pay your bills because you are in control and you can take care of yourself. And then you're going to take quick action and pay your bills promptly. And your result is your bills are paid on time and you don't even worry about them. Right. Say I have a, a different mindset and I struggle to pay my bills. My thought is going to be, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay these bills? From that thought there, I contract and I get worried and scared. And then I'll take action from that place. So I am going to have a different result than you are. But it all started with the thought. It was the same neutral circumstance, the bills. Right, right. No, that makes total sense. I think of it kind of like our own little filters that we're placing onto the situations that come into our lives. So keeping with that same analogy um, around money and paying our bills, what would contribute to that mindset? Like how did the one person, how did me <laughs> in this example, um, not approach it from a lack or fear perspective, whereas you on the other hand, you know, in this example, right, yeah. <laughs> approached it from the more like scarcity and fear. I like how you said How that. does that occur? I like how you say that in, in this example, right? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't know what the truth is, right? We, um, until we talk to each other more. But the, it's a brilliant question because the mindset comes from our past experiences. And that's where when I'm coaching somebody, I'm going to ask you really great questions to dig into it. Because you'll be resistant or, you know, the person I'm talking to is going to be resistant because it's a tough situation and they don't know why they do what they do. Mm -hmm. But when you take a neutral party uh, who doesn't, isn't attached to the outcome and they can ask questions based on the answers that you're giving me, the feedback, you're giving me the body language, you're giving me the intonation, all of those things, even though the words you're saying uh, might not be the truth, it'll be the rest of your body that gives me the truth. And I get to ask really good questions to dig down into the history of where that came from. And mm -hmm. it's going to be your experiences and the people that you spend the most time with is your family growing up. Right. Right. So for example, my dad uh, grew up with not a lot of money. And so he worked really, really hard to get his money. He was a plumber for 50 years. And so his mindset is lack and scarcity, but also 
you have to work hard for your money. So physically hard for your money because he wakes up. So he doesn't understand the concept of he's all trading time for money and physically working hard. He doesn't understand the concept of adding value to somebody. If I coach somebody and talk to them for one minute and in that one minute I gave them such a gem that instantly transformed their lives, you can't put a price on that. And that's not a, an dollar, you know, an hour per dollar value. Right. Where- I know you're, that's so, that's so good because I think a lot of people um, that have maybe gone through school, right. Gotten a job. They think they're doing okay. So a lot of these unconscious, like poverty, you know, I know it is kind of like a poverty mindset or, um, like in in scarcity. Yeah. They call it like poverty spirit, spiritual, you know, like if you talk about it in a spiritual context, but it comes down to like the way in which a lot of us have been programmed or learned as kids, like you're saying, and, trading time for dollars most that's unconscious i think to the majority of the world because it's just the way that it's done right it's just the way that it is yes that's a really good point that's perfect <laughs> an unconscious thing that we do because that's what we've always done and we've never questioned that why do i think i have to work a 9 to 5 job mm-hmm. and the interesting thing is when i grew up my dad never said to me you know, Heather, you need to work really hard for your money. But he showed me that by the things he said around money, how he treated money, how he spent it or didn't spend it, those types of things. So every action that he did ingrained in me a belief that I didn't even realize was running. I had no idea until I really looked into these things about where, like the question you asked, where did these come from? Right. We we just keep going. And the only reason you're going to get some kind of insight into this is if you get stuck somewhere, because Mm -hmm. if you don't get stuck, that means that the belief is working for you. So there's a problem with it. Right. So so in all areas of our life, we have all these beliefs that are running, but they're, they're working for us. So, you know, we just let them ride for now. What's really interesting too. And I think um, it's kind of going to touch a little bit on, I think where our conversation is going to go, but a lot of times it's not just what our parents say and what they do. It's also the energy that they are um, exuding from it. Um, because I can, re- you know, I can remember as a kid, definitely the difference between my mom's house and my dad's house. My parents were divorced and, you know, the idea like, let's go and spend, you know, it's fine to go and spend money in the movies and like have fun and get popcorn and do all these things. Versus in other households, like even with friends, parents that you go to the movies with or whatever, oh, we can't buy the popcorn or we got to save the money or we've got to like bring our own snacks or it's often the energy I feel like as well that you can, you can feel. I think a lot of times we don't know it's like, we don't really know it at that moment, but it's like the words, it's the actions, but it's also, I feel like as well, the energy behind some of this. A hundred percent. That's a really good point because everything is energy. Your energy, your couches, it's all energy and energy never dies. It just transforms and like attracts like, and this is where we go down the rabbit hole into quantum physics, which is so (laughs) mind blowing. Right. That's where it becomes, um, if you don't like what, and that's how I can tell what, what people are thinking is by their results. 
So when you see somebody, if somebody comes to me about losing weight and I can see that they're overweight, their result is that they're overweight, but yet they tell me all the time that they eat super clean foods and that, and I know that that can't be true because I can see their results because the results mm. never lie. They just can't lie. Wow. And if that's we, a harsh, that's a harsh truth, folks. <laughs> that's true. Right? Yes. And when we backtrack about what we were talking about earlier is the result never lies, but the result comes from the action you took that comes from the feeling you felt that comes from the thought that you had. And so I can tell what you're thinking by your results. That's how you can follow that chain. But the energy comes in when your words are saying, yeah, we can go to a movie and the energy you're giving off is, oh my gosh, how am I going to like fear energy? How am I going to pay for this movie? And that's picked up on in these little kids who you think are oblivious really know what's going on because the body can never lie. We had talked about this a little bit mm -hmm. earlier when we talked before, which is so amazing because your body is your subconscious mind. So, you know, the picture that you have of the the iceberg and the tip, which is 10% above the water, and then the 90% below the water, that's your body, which is your subconscious mind. And that. so it is telling you the complete truth and it can't lie. So when somebody comes to me and they'll say, oh, I hurt my knee, I'll be like, oh, fascinating, because your body is telling you something. And most people will just see, I've hurt my knee, I need to get it fixed. But what I see is, which knee was it? It's your left knee. Okay, that's your feminine side. So that's telling you something. And the knee represents something. And it's, I can ask more and more um, questions to get to the root of what's really going on. And what will turn up is that it's a subconscious belief that they have that they don't know is running and their body is trying to tell them. And that's why it's coming up like a back issue. You know, that's lack of support from others. So when somebody... and so many people have back issues. Right. And so the right. first question I'll ask is, which, where on your back? Tell me more about this because I'm so fascinated by it. And they'll be like, well, just tell me what stretch I need to do to fix it. I'm like, oh, that's not right. That's not what your body's telling you. That's a superficial mm -hmm. uh, uh, fix. That's a Band-Aid. But it's a root cause that it, your body is trying to help you to show you. That's so interesting because I think so often when we have something that occurs in our body, the first instinct is, is what you're saying is to medicate it or fix it um, and not get to the root of it, especially in, I think in Western, in the Western worlds, like definitely in more Eastern traditions, you know, they're looking at the flow of energy in your body and kind of how the body is working together as a unit. And there's so much that we can learn from like that, that medicine and that philosophy but I think one of the mindsets that really came to me when you were saying that is um, to be open. It feels like for us to begin the investigation into what it is, we have to be open to the idea that things are happening for our good and for, to reveal something to us so that we can do even better, right? Like, this is not happening to me. Like, my back is killing me because da 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 And again, language, my back is killing me. It's not good. But the whole other part is like, okay, my back is hurting me. So it's trying to tell me something that I need to know for my good. Right? That's bang on. 
and the words that you say, because when, when I'm listening to you, I'm like, oh, I pick out those words, my back is killing me. Why is this happening to me? To it's me. all these, yep. those are all victim statements. Yep. Opposed to, oh, isn't that interesting? I would always love to encourage people to look at stuff with curiosity. Yes. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Uh, I'm feeling pain in my back. Hmm, I wonder what that means. What is this trying to show me? Yes. So you can see the difference in the mindset there of this is happening for me to show me something as opposed to it's happening to me. Why me? Why does this stuff? Oh, bad stuff happens in threes. I love when people say that because it shows oh, that they're, they're, they're just, just calling in more bad. No. <laughs> right. And if the universe always gives you what you're looking for and you believe that two more bad things are going to happen. There you, you go. Yes. And so you really want to be careful of what you're asking for. And if you're ever wondering where your mindset is, again, look at your results and that will show you where you're exactly where your mindset is. Yeah. And I, and I, and I know it's challenging, um, especially if you're in pain. That's why I really wanted to like pull that part out of it because so many of us, we do have so much power with our words and we do, I mean, I can't, I can't know, I cannot say how often I hear something is killing me. That's why I use it as an example. This is killing me or um, I'm trying to think of another one that's similar to that, that people just, these phrases that we throw around, but yet our body and our subconscious mind are hearing these things, right? And so it's, it's implanting and creating at the same time, it seems. Yes, it, it, exactly. You're trying to speak about what you're experiencing, but you're creating with those words. The, your thought right now in this moment it creates your next moment. And that's why I encourage everybody to be really, really mindful of what they're thinking and saying. And it's, it's easier to track what you're saying because people can give you feedback. And when you hear something out loud, it's different. But what a lot of people aren't aware of is what their thoughts are because they're going on all the time. And most of the time we are unaware of the thoughts that we have. And you know that we are the hardest on ourselves. Right. If we were to write down all our thoughts and say them to somebody else, we would be horrified because we would right. never talk to other people like that. It would be a horrible experience. So the question is, why would we talk to ourselves like that? And when we do talk to ourselves like that, what is the outcome going to be? What are we creating with, the, with that kind of, those kind of words and that kind of energy? I love that. Um, and I totally, I totally, agree, I totally agree with that. And I was, I had, I had spoken to, I think it was an NLP expert. It might've been Adele. I think it was Adele. Um, so if you haven't heard that episode, that'd be really good with this one. She's an NLP expert. And she said the subconscious mind is running the show. Like everyone thinks it's their conscious thoughts and it's what, you know, it's, she said, in fact, it is the subconscious mind. What are your thoughts on that? A hundred percent, because that's what uh, your, is coming up through your body. It's your subconscious mind. So let me give you an example. If you have a back issue, that's a lack of support. And so when you ask questions about which side is it on, the left side, that could mean that you're not being supported by a feminine person in your life, or the feminine is also receiving or the creative energy. And so when you ask questions like that to somebody who has a bad back and it's hurting in a certain spot, the second I ask those questions, their expression changes, their energy changes, and they're like, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, exactly what you're talking about. So when somebody has a throat issue, 
you know that it's an anger. It's anger and stuff and not speaking your truth. Right. Like he, this is your subconscious coming out because your body never, ever lies. It's just we don't know how to listen to it. So it's like somebody is speaking to you in Spanish and you don't speak mm -hmm. Spanish, so you need a translator. You need to somebody to go, this is what your body's telling you. And then you can track it back to exactly what's going on. And so that is your subconscious and you'll, those, those subconscious limiting beliefs too. That's what's running. It is the beliefs that you have about things that you don't even know are running. That's in the subconscious as well. Cause you don't think about it. It's like when you're breathing, you don't think about breathing. If you have a thought of lack and scarcity, you don't think about it. You just react from it. Cause you always have reacted that way. We have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Wow. percent of those are the same as yesterday. So as the human brain, we just Yikes. do the same thing over and over. You know why? Because it's comfortable and it's safe. And our ego and our human brain wants to always keep us safe. And that's why if you want to change and grow, you've got to go out of that zone. But it's scary. So you have to trust and believe that what's on the other side of that is going to be amazing. And you have to keep going through that fear because your mind is designed to keep you safe. And that's why we always just keep doing the same things over and over and over again. I, I totally agree with that. Um, and I have seen that in not only like my life, but in my clients' lives, like I've seen where things that were requiring me to grow felt like I was about to like jump off of a cliff. Like your, our bodies and our minds don't understand that this, like the threat, I think, I think is best explained, like the reptilian brain, our old mind, the whole idea of fear was to prevent us from like killing ourselves, essentially, like becoming extinct. So the bear that was potentially the threat now is the same thing as, hey, you need to grow and like do better communication, or you need to grow and like have a better, better, you know, money mentality, or you need to grow and take on a new course or start a new job. They feel in our body, like, we're being threatened like for our lives, right? Like it's just super scary and it comes from that root from my understanding. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. And your body doesn't know, Oh, here, this is how we can bring it all together. Your body doesn't know the difference, the difference between yeah. if I, if you're being chased by a bear and I had to dream about bears last night, by the way, it was really weird. Oh, I picked up on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> But your body doesn't know the difference if you're being chased by the bear or if you think you're being chased by the bear. It, physiology is the same. It, it, uh, it gives out the same stress hormones as if the bear is chasing you. So imagine your body is on high alert like you're running for, from a bear for your life. And so if that's how you're thinking all the time, then you're always in your sympathetic nervous system, which means fight or flight. Right. And that's how it, it's exhausting to, to be in that mode all the time because you're always on high alert. And that those are all caused by your mindset. That's right. all it is, is a thought. So if, if you were sitting there and I was just to say to you, okay, Brooke, think about you being chased by a bear. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, it makes me a little bit nervous. I'm anxious and you better run fast because this bear is going to get you. And then I'm like, well, what about if you just thought about you're laying on the beach and the sun is just gently massaging you and there's a gentle breeze and you can hear. Now, the, the magic of you changing your mindset can 
physically change your body, the chemicals it releases, it's amazing that you can actually heal your body with your thoughts. And that's uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's a brilliant, and, and that's all quantum physics as well. Yep. All of the like, bi I think his book is Biology of Belief. And um, yeah, it's so powerful because that's in, in, the, in the way that it's scary is also in the same way that it's so helpful and powerful because we're able to move past that, that layer once we know what we're doing. Like it's the reason why affirmations can work for some people because you can start rewriting. Um, it's the way I work with clients a lot with visioning. Um, helping them envision, like again, instead of thinking something scary, let's think we're on the beach when we're having these scary conversations that are difficult for us to, you know, start to have with people or um, envisioning a different outcome than the one that our fear-based mind is creating for us. Yes, but the difference between having uh, a visualization or a manifestation and just telling yourself, if you want it to really, really work, you have to feel you it. You have to feel it. Totally. Yes. Totally. You have to activate the feeling. Yes. yes. That's where a, pe a lot of people kind of drop the ball in this sense. They're like, what do you mean? I think every day that I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. Oh, gosh. And I'm not rich. So why isn't it happening? But it's <laughs> You don't truly believe it. <laughs> that's Exactly. Because that's a lie. And the subconscious, your, your body does not believe it. And so it's, I think, Neville Goddard who's, says you have to assume the state of the wish fulfilled, meaning if you want to be rich, you have to already feel what it feels like yes. you have achieved that. And the more you do that, the more your body will change to actually having the physiology of receiving it. Yes. And again, your body doesn't know the difference between it happening and not. And when you change your physiology, you put out that energy. So you're vibrating at a higher energy of abundance yes lack so lack is way down here and abundance is way up here so if you can keep your energy up that high for as long as possible the more you do it the quicker it finds you because everything is energy and all possibilities are out there already you just need to vibrate at the level right. of what you want to achieve so that it, you can attract it towards you yes. and so if you're not feeling the vibe of what you're saying you get to change. See, you get to change your words mm -hmm. to make sure that it's something that resonates with your body. Again, your subconscious. If I say I'm rich beyond belief, it's like, mm, it feels, I can feel a tightness in my chest and it doesn't feel good. So I know that doesn't resonate with me. But if I can find one level down, right? Like, oh, I'm making more money every day. No, that's not. What about money? Uh, flows freely. Okay, that's starting to feel better. And so I find the words that resonate with me, which will be different than the words that you would use, Brooke. You would use totally different words, but you know they're yours because they resonate with you. And the second you say it, your body will light up and it will feel so good. And again, that's your subconscious running the show. And that's the affirmation that you want. And that's the feeling that you want when you say that um, affirmation or mantra or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, it's so funny. Almost at least once or twice a year, I do a gratitude challenge. This is funny just to share this with you. I do like a gratitude challenge because gratitude vibrates like some people would argue like at the top, right? And so if you can get yourself into a true vibration of feeling gr gratitude and feeling appreciative for yourself and your life, like you will be able to attract more things into your life that are in alignment. Right. And so I have so many people that come in, they're like, I'm grateful. 
you know, I, I got this, like I do my little gratitude list at night or, or whatever. Right. And so what ends up coming out and it takes a couple of days usually of this practice is that so many people get into this rote habit of writing just anything down, like to the point of like what you're saying, like you're just, okay, I just see something. I'm just going to say it. They actually don't activate gratitude. They don't feel it anymore because it's like, it's like a dead thing. It's, it's, they're just doing it because, okay, I'm supposed to write down my gratitude, but you're not feeling it. And until you activate the feeling of it, you're not vibrating in it. You're actually not in it. You're just still looking at it. It's still outside of you. Yeah, you're just going through the motions. And you can tell when your clients are truly grateful because of their results, yes. right? It yes. comes back to that. They'll, they will call you and they'll go, Brooke, you won't believe what happened. And you'll say, yes, I do believe what happened because I believe in that because I know you're doing your work. Yes. I know you're doing your work because now you're getting the results. When the magic and the mystery shows up, and you just receive it and go, yes, I, it's the craziest thing, but I'm expecting really awesome, crazy things to just show up, not having to know how, just that I believe that it was going to show up. Right. Yeah. Their, their feelings about themselves and their lives change. So it's like, it no longer becomes, let me give you a gratitude ex exercise. You're now able to tell me what you're already grateful for. Like you can even say it in advance, which is another whole beautiful thing, but I, I definitely think your, your words don't lie. Your energy doesn't lie. And to your point, your body doesn't lie. And the results, I love that one. That's the one I'm going to hang on to. That's like the results do not lie. True. It's true. <laughs> and I always bring myself back to that. And I bring my clients back to that. And they're like, oh, you know, when they're trying to talk their way out of something and you just show them their results, then you can show them their mind, their thoughts, and then they can have, different thoughts and create different results, but it's, it's, you can't even argue with it. So are there things that you can do? And I'm saying this as a person who is definitely into like body therapy and like yoga and moving your body. Are there things that, that you know of, or that you believe you can do with your body to help your mindset since it's being stored there? Well, I think the easiest thing for people who don't have a background in it to do is to be aware of the feelings they're feeling in their body. Mm. So if something is off, if you are, say you had a fight with somebody and you're feeling something in your body, the first thing you want to do is, okay, where am I feeling it in my body? First, you want to identify where it is. And then you want to kind of track it down. What what does it feel like? And when you start to use descriptive words, like you said, my back is killing me, right? You'll, if it's in your chest, you'll be like, it feels really tight, like constricted. And you use those feelings and words to go, okay, well, this is not a good feeling. I'm feeling like I'm being suffocated here. Then that's all feedback for you. Your body is telling you these things. If you, if you study and learn about your body, you'll know that when you feel something in your chest, it would be, I would ask the question, what do you have to feel sad about? Because it's a sadness and that's what it is. And then you have to ask or you get to ask 20 questions because people really want to stay up here in that superficial level where it's a little bit safer. Because when once you go down into that um, deep, deep layer, you're getting closer to the root. Mm. That's closer to totally fixing that problem so it will never bother you again. And if somebody says, oh, I feel it in my stomach, then I would say, what do you have to feel afraid of? What are you afraid of? And 
you ask those questions and dig deeper and deeper and deeper. And anytime you feel something in your body, it's feedback. So if you can ask curious questions like a five-year-old going, interesting, it's, it's not good or bad. It's just, wow, what is this showing me? And you can get feedback from that and you can solve your, your issues or you can take an issue and turn it into a learning and growth, growth opportunity. I always call them growth opportunities when something's coming up. It's like, awesome. I get to learn again. I can learn the hard way or I could try to do it the easy way. I love, I love what you just said because it made me think about, um, I have clients who have trouble identifying, um, a feeling because they're doing it as a, like kind of a mental thing versus thinking about it in their body. So I think that's going to help people, especially a lot of people that maybe have numbed out like, Oh, I don't, I'm not really going to allow myself to feel anger or I'm not going to really allow myself to be sad, but yet when your chest is hurting or you start feeling like you can't breathe, I've had clients say that, then there's another, there's another entry point into getting to the feeling. And yes, and thoughts, yes. Right? and it's very beautiful. And you, you get to embrace it and pull it close and love on it as opposed to pushing it away. That's what most people do. But I say just breathe into it and just love it and hold it and hold create space for it and just let it be, feel the sadness, feel the anger and let it be okay. Cause sometimes when we hear anger, we think anger is a bad thing, bad, but that's, right. that's just a thought. That's not a truth. That's a thought about that. So if you don't think anger is a bad thing and you can let it feel it and go through the motion of feeling it. And there's that one movie, it's a kid's movie and I can't remember what it's called in and out upside down. No, what's it called? Um, but it's about the, the feelings and the one feeling was sadness and nobody wanted to be around sadness because they all thought it was sadness was bad inside out. That's what it's called. And everybody was pushing sadness away, but it turned out that sadness was really good. And it's important to have sadness because without sadness, you don't know what happiness is. That's so true. And you know, what I was thinking about when you were saying that is the whole idea again of, of emotions and feelings kind of like coming through as waves and allowing them to pass through us and over us and to kind of embrace them as we're going through them rather than repressing and resisting. And that's probably where most of them get stuck, mm -hmm. right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but those are all energies. So remember how we talked about yeah. energy, see how this is cyclical and it's yeah. all related because energies travel throughout our body. So you look at traditional Chinese medicine, and you have your meridians mm -hmm. and your chakras, and that's all energy traveling throughout your body. And when something happens like a trauma, that is energy that gets stuck there. Right. And until it's released, it will always be stuck there. And then you're going to have that issue that comes up and you're going to be triggered around that because of that blockage, right? When I get a client coming to me for say personal training and I test them, it's really mind blowing. I'll test uh, their their core muscles. And if it's not firing, all I do is I run my hand on a certain spot of their body. That's all I do. And then I retest them and the muscle locks. And they're like, what did you do? Mm -hmm. And I try to explain that there was a block in their energy. So the signal wasn't getting through to that muscle. So the muscle wasn't firing and it was causing an imbalance, which meant it was sore over here and they didn't know why. And as soon as you release that energy, the muscle locks and now you can feel the muscle and you can actually use it and it will create a balance in your body. Wow. 
No, I, I totally agree with that. And, and it was interesting kind of just going back to what we were talking about in the beginning about the back and how it's hurting. And it could just be, as you're saying, energy that's got an emotion that has gotten stuck because it wasn't processed in that area to bring it back up for your awareness so that you can grow and heal from it and feel better, ultimately feel better and move through it. Absolutely. When I talk to people through through their uh, physical issues, and it's the back one, it's the anger. And once they can verbalize exactly what it is, the pain will go away without having to take the aspirin or do the operation, whatever it is, because that energy has been released and that's exactly what it was. But most of us don't want to look at it because it's harder to do that work. It really is, but that's where you get the most growth. That's where you'll up-level your, your, and become the best version of yourself. But is it easy? Heck no. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable too. It's scary and uncomfortable. I and think. it's never ending really. Like it ends when you say, okay, I'm good enough. And when we start this journey, like I'm sure you can agree with me. Are you ever going to go, okay, I'm good now. I'm good where I am. No, we always want to try to grow and improve. Don't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think as long as I feel like as long as we're on the planet and still breathing, that there's more work for us to be doing. Like, yes, giving yes. and serving and growing. And so it's like we. I think I think I can't remember who said it. It's a very similar quote, but like we stop wherever we we stop at our level of growth whenever we say we're done. Mm, absolutely, and because it's not about the end result. There is no end result. It's about the journey. That's all it is. It's about that experience of learning. When we go through really difficult things in the moment, they seem like the hardest things we've ever done, like a divorce or, uh, you know, like losing a job, whatever it is. But if you can see it as a gift to you, and if you can do your work, it will be the biggest gift you'll ever receive ever, but you get to do your work first, or you could be a victim that had something really bad happen to them, or you could have the greatest gift you've ever been given. No, I totally agree. So how can people find you and work with you? Well, I have a Facebook page and that's where I do all of my lives and I like to do coaching in there. So um, we can maybe put the link in there because that's a, a good way to kind of understand what I do. And I also have a, my webpage, heatherlondon.ca. People can hop over there if they want and, and they can drop me an email. That sounds amazing. So all that information, for those of you that are either listening or watching, it's going to be available in the show notes. But Heather, I want to thank you so much for coming on and having an amazing conversation about our mind and our thoughts and our body. It has been incredible. You know, we could talk for days. Right? <laughs> I, know, I know. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I love what you do. And I think we just uh, need more of this and we need to connect everybody together to see that absolutely anything is possible. I agree. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. I'd love to continue the Mind Soulful Flow. Please connect with me at my website at brooksitney.com or everywhere around the web, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at thebrooksitney. And for my lady listeners who need a little self-love and self-care time, as well as luxury, pampering, and yoga and meditation, I invite you to join me at the Mind Soulful Self-Love Yoga and Meditation Retreat, which will be held in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico on October 11th through the 14th, 2019. Visit brooksitney.com for more information. 
And of course, for those of you who know you want more inner and outer abundance, apply to work with me. That information is available on my website. Until the next episode, cheers to loving yourself more and the life you are presently living.